It's time for Rama for Today. Now Peter was put in jail. And they were going to execute Peter. But the church prayed. And when the church prayed, the angel of the Lord visited Peter and uh, took him out of the jail. Now, when they got there the next morning and Peter was gone, they could find no, no locks that had been jimmy. They found no bars that had been sawed off or anything else. Peter was just gone. He wasn't in the prison no more. I mean, here is a man that was in the, in the dungeon down in there. And I want you to notice that this, this man was so, had his faith so in God that the angel had trouble getting him away to get him out of there. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth Hagin continues his teaching, Prayer, the Power Plant of the Church. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagin for today's message. There's not many ways of giving out the formula to find the circumference of the circle except to give the formula because it remains the same. It is standard. It is steady. It never changes. And I want you to understand today that when it comes to working with God, He has set His principles down in the Word of God, and just like the rules of English, just like the rules of math, they remain the same. I mean, when some of you went to school years and years and years and years ago, and two times two was four then, and your grandkids or great-grandkids are going to school today, and two times two is still four. Is that correct? Well, then I want you to understand, no matter how much revelation we get concerning God's Word, the rules concerning prayer and moving God are still the same. And we continually need to be reminded of this. And one thing we need to be reminded of and that is that prayer is not an emergency escape valve. Many people got prayer up here, and if everything else fails, that's the emergency switch. Now, when we see in the Bible, Abraham prayed, it's counted unto him righteousness, he prayed for other many different things. And what happened? God moved in his behalf. Abraham had a grandson named Jacob. Jacob prayed. In fact, he prayed and wrestled with the, the emissary of God all night long. He said, I'm not going to turn you loose unless I get blessed. The Lord changed his name from deceiver to Israel. Hello? 
Now, you and I, when we pray, we need to understand that if we are praying for in line with God's Word, something's already talked about that is His will, there's no use for us to do this. But if it be your will can be added when you don't know the will of God. I prayed many times because I didn't know whether it was really God's will for something or not. I knew there were certain things that needed to be accomplished. I knew that God was moving on me to do something and leave where I was, but I knew that I couldn't do it without some things accomplished. I said, all right, God, if this is what you want, if this is your will, then you've got to take care of this, 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 and I named them off. And you know what? Boom, 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 boom. Hello. Now, you're not hindering your faith. The only time you're hindering your faith is when you know what God's will is and you're doing this kind of nonsense. But there are many times there are some things that you pray for that you don't know what is the will of God. And I knew that if I left this position that I was at, that there were certain things that were going to have to take place before I could leave that position in the first place. So I said, all right, God, these are going to have to be taken care of in the first place. I I believe you're moving on me to to go, and I'm willing to do it, but now these things got to be taken care of. Hello. Now, Solomon prayed. And you know what? He received what he prayed for. You know what Solomon prayed for? Wisdom. Wisdom. But God said, because you didn't ask for riches, you asked for wisdom, I'm going to make you rich also. Here lately, I've been praying for wisdom a lot. (laughs) Maybe some of the rest of you need to start praying for wisdom. (laughs) No, as I have been praying in recent weeks, two things have been in my prayers. As I just let the Spirit begin to pray through me, two things that I see. I am continually praying... And I, I, I catch myself, anointing, oh Lord, the anointing, the anointing, Lord, the anointing. And then I catch myself saying, wisdom, Lord, wisdom, Lord, wisdom. You know, I, I, I think the anointing is flowing in a lot of people in a lot of areas in the world today. I think some people are not using much wisdom in how they're handling the anointing. Playing with it. Oh, God, that we have the anointing, but that we have the wisdom to operate in that anointing. Hezekiah prayed. And the army that had them surrounded, they had a plague and strike them. You can read that in 2 Kings 19. And then Hezekiah prayed again. And this time he, added, he got 15 years added to his life. Then a fellow by the name of Jabez. Jabez means suffering, sorrow, defeat, so to speak. 
He prayed, he said, 1 Chronicles 4, Enlarge my coast that thine hand might be upon me, that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it might not grieve me. And God granted him his request. See, his mother bore him in sorrow and defeat and so forth, and so she called him Jabez. That's what his name means. How would you like to be walking around and every time you open your mouth, every time somebody says, what's your name? You say, defeat, sorrow, misery, that's me. That's what his name meant. Jabez prays that, Lord, change this mess. Enlarge my coast. Man, I'm all hemmed in here. Enlarge this thing, so forth and so on. Daniel prayed. Now, Daniel prayed for the restoration of his beloved city, Jerusalem. It had been laying in ashes since Nebuchadnezzar had come in and taken it over. And this man of God prayed diligently. And he got to live to see King Cyrus make the decree that permitted all Jews to return and build that beloved city. He prayed. Is it possible if he, if he had not prayed for the restoration and rebuilding of Jerusalem that it might not have happened? I don't know. John Wesley says that God, it seems that God can do nothing for man unless he prays. It seems that that, from the word of reading the word of God, that that's the way that God has set it up. Ask and you shall receive. Pray and believe. Now Peter was put in jail. And they were going to execute Peter. But the church prayed. And when the church prayed, the angel of the Lord visited Peter and uh, took him out of the jail. Now, when they got there the next morning and Peter was gone, they could find no, no locks that had been jimmied. They found no bars that had been sawed off or anything else. Peter was just gone. He wasn't in the prison no more. I mean, here is a man that was in the, in the dungeon down in there. And I want you to notice that this, this man was so, had his faith so in God that the angel had trouble getting him awake to get him out of there. Go read the story. I mean, he's sawing logs. Y'all understand what that means? Like a sawmill. And the angel of the Lord let him out. I mean, they walked. They walked right out of the prison. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
offer is turning hopeless situations around. It's a teaching done by my dad, probably back in the 70s. We have a whole library of DVDs and CDs of dad that's called Timeless Teachings, as he was such a great teacher. He had such a, a unique way of presenting a it. subject. That's he became known as one of, in his generation, one of the foremost Bible teachers yes, around. I know you'll enjoy this immensely. That's right. And your slimline book, The yes. Master Restore. Master Restore. If he's if God's done it once, he'll do it he'll again. He'll do it again. again. He'll turn it around for you. Yes. And, and then, uh, lessons on steps to answered prayer. Steps to answered prayer. I particularly like the first two chapters in this book that are vitally important. And it's part one and part two, mm -hmm. seven steps to answered prayer. Now that used to be a single little book, mm -hmm. about a 32 page book, I think it was. Anyway, dad did so much teaching on prayer. A lot of people talk about his, he was a faith teacher, he was, but actually he was a greater teacher on prayer than anything, yeah, and, yes. and in love. That was his two main things, his prayer and love. Faith was third. But anyway, we've taken all these lessons on prayer and we put them all together, and uh, it's really good. Steps to answered prayer. It's, they're really good. And actually, for, that's for a gift of $27 or more, all of these. So go right now and order them. When you do, we're going to add a bonus. That's right. And this is a CD by you, honey. You are not of this world. That's right. Somebody said, well, that's a crazy title. <laughs> I am of this world. Yes, you are of this world naturally, but when you're born again Christian, yes. you're not of this world, you're of God's world, and in God's world, there's certain way things happen that will help you to overcome in life. That's right. Get this special offer now. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A rhema.org or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 We always love to hear from our listeners so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will start a new and powerful teaching that's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.